Is this the basement? It's the lower level. Okay. It's time for another episode of Bald and Bingeable with D'Angelo. I'm D'Angelo, and I'm here to take you through an auditory journey through all the things about culture that you consume. For the stuff that you're insatiable for, the stuff that you find truly bingeable. We are back. Happy 2023. We've been off for a couple weeks, and I am back today with your friend and mine, and setting from Hello. growing up. Hello. Hello. How are you? How are you? Lovely. Better better than you. <laughs> I know you guys. You guys like my sexy voice. This is like, I, it finally got me, girl. It finally got me. It's been finally got you. three years and I have not gotten COVID and I finally got it this week. So yeah. So you guys are dealing with this nice like little baritone voice that we have. So Love it. Lots of this today. So oh. hello everybody. Uh, like, <laughs> it's like one of those kind of things it's like your subwoofers are gonna be going crazy okay so we haven't talked in like forever i haven't I done know. a show in such a long time um so we traveled for christmas we did our whole thing we we uh we went to florida we were like the right at the beginning of when all the flights went to melee like when everything went to hell uh. So we were flying on like the twenty second, yeah, into Fort Lauderdale. Mm-hmm. Supposed to be a six hour flight. We had a quick stop in um, New Orleans, and then we we're supposed to like just turn around. Like we were supposed to just like literally like people got off, twenty people stayed on, and everybody was supposed to get back on, and we we're supposed to take off. Well, for some reason, we were taking Southwest. Um, that right there but the thing is we have like it's our business network you know what i mean yeah, so yeah. We, we pay for one ticket and the other person goes for free so yeah. you know so this time we kind of got got the shaft of it so uh what took take six hours took us like 12 to get oh, there it's miserable an, ex, an extra car rental day because we got in after 12 so yeah we, yeah six was closed already so we had to get like mm-hmm. an out we had to get like an alamo car for the night mm-hmm. just to go back and forth to the hotel and bring it back to the um what do you call it to the to the airport okay you guys we are to travel travel podcast that's what this has become that's what we're doing today we are going to talk about some like yeah we're going to talk about some good stuff later we're going to talk about uh the golden globes what we've been Mm -hmm. watching and all that sort of thing but okay i do have one silly thing though in here from my whole trip okay so we were on the plane right and there was nobody sitting between me and anthony on the way back Mm -hmm. And so, and on the way back, it was like very much Southwest was like just very apologetic for everything because we flew on December 31st. Oh, wow. It was like right when everything was coming back to life. And you can just tell all of their people were so scared. (laughs) They were so nervous. Like, you know how usually they get like all sassy, like, okay, make sure that you guys put your things above. You know what I mean? Like when they try to do their whole thing. This one was like very like, um, okay, hi, everybody. Thank you guys so much for using Southwest. I know that it's been a tough, you know, like they were just like it was just like very it was four people oh, oh my god and like and after all these reports came out about how like the staff was just in the same kind of boat that all yeah. the regular passengers were in well um okay so we're sitting there and like we're thinking oh there's nobody sitting between us the last people are getting on the plane mm. then like this like smaller framed 
female identifying Asian person gets on mm-hmm. and sits between us and we're like oh okay whatever yeah and then overcomes the flight attendants one with a ginger ale another one with a throw-up bag another oh and it no was like, we're not doing this today man and it was like, no. wait a second, wait a second, wait a second. Nope. What is going on? Why is this girl getting on the plane like this? Nope. I cannot handle, I can't, if I, she gets sick, mm. I'm going to get sick. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's that whole thing. Well, she, needless to say, she never got sick on the whole plane ride, but it was like that whole like heightened anxiety of like, oh my God, is she going to? Oh, I would have to, I would have gone off the plane. There's no, oh, I wouldn't have made it. Well, here's the thing. So, when, when the snacks come around, you know, and they're like, you know, like offering everybody like the little snack mm-hmm. pack, you know, kind of things. And she like went to take one and I wanted to slap it out of her hand. Like, no, you do not touch food. Bro, we are not playing. No. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Um, but it was fine. It was fine. She was she was not thing, but it was just like one of those issues that I had. Um, okay. I, Other... I encountered a very pukey story um, this summer overseas. Oh no. It was so awful. So I was flying. This sounds so awful. I was trigger flying warning. from yeah, I know. Trigger warning <laughs> if if pukey stuff gets a deal. First show of the um, year. We have travel news and we have throw up. Okay, let's yes, go. we're going hard. Um <laughs> we were flying from Santorini to Athens mm-hmm. and it was a not a turbulent flight. I so for everyone's information, I do fly almost every week for my job. So I'm very used to flying. I don't like it. I don't like turbulence or anything, but mm-hmm. I'm very used to different conditions of flying. So anyways, it was very like windy and we were, you know, swaying around and everything. Well, people start praying to Jesus in Greek. Um, People start vomiting. (laughs) Like this is, if you've ever flown from Santorini to Athens, this is legit like a 20 minute flight. It's like from flying Detroit to Cleveland. Okay. Very, very quick flight. It was the most horrific thing. I mean, you're just hearing people puke, people just praying to God. I can't, I can't deal with it. When we landed, people were like, thank you, Jesus and Greek and like, whatever, happy. (laughs) It was the most horrific flight. It was a 20 minute flight. It was the most horrific flight of my life. No, thank you. No, I've had like situations now, like the past couple of flights where somebody sits next to me and it's just like, okay, so I was sitting like one C, right? Okay. Recently Mm -hmm. person comes, sits next to me at one B and I'm thinking, okay, great. You know, kind of like he looked a little, um, he had like a real, he was it was a gentleman I want to say he's probably like in his 20s and he kind of had like a little bit of like that like super dry urban you know kind of look to him you know what I mean like that was the kind of like his dress you know and everything and I was thinking okay whatever so he's sitting next to me and then all of a sudden he pulls out of his bag smelly freaking food with a lot yeah with a lot of like sauce on it then proceeds to spill all of his like his shozu sauce or whatever it was oh, <laughs> like God. all over his lap and all over uh. his thing and i'm just like and i'm trying to act like i don't even notice and i was just like oh no i don't have a napkin we're sitting in the very front we're like bulkhead it's not happening and so like the lady goes around she's like do you need something i was like yes he needs something <laughs> like, <laughs> like please like look at him he is covered <laughs> in ginger shozu like <laughs> It was just like ridiculous, but like this is like my, my been my luck lately. So I'm hoping yeah. like next week I have okay. So I need to test negative by like next mid like like at least by midweek next week because I have to be in yeah. Orlando, and then I start traveling again because I'm like Orlando, Vegas. I'm going to Hawaii finally. I'm taking a break. Yay! So, even though my body was like, you're taking a break now. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, but I'm flying Alaska next week. I hear so. they're great. I've flown them once before to Hawaii, like literally 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and they were perfect and like you know we we flew and ended up upgrading our flight back home and flew first and that sort of thing and nice it was and it was a great experience there and back. And so we found out that they are one of the only flights that you can take direct from San Diego to Orlando. So yes, I did know that because my one friend who lives in San Diego, yeah, she's done that before. Yes. Mm-hmm. Four and a half to five, five hour flight. Give yeah. me, give me, give me, give me. Mm-hmm. And I don't have to stop anywhere. So I'm doing that next week. And so it should be good. So I'm going to be in Orlando. I'm right now. If you guys look at my pages right now, because I'm looking for event help right now, I need yes. decor, decor people. So it pays 25 bucks an hour. It's 10.99. It, it's good work. It's honest work and it's easy. Um, it's like folding napkins and shit like that. So yeah. it's like one of my favorite clients of the year. So I have like, like probably have like four favorite clients and this is one of them. Oh, good. So, yeah. It's always great to like start my year with her, but it's just like every year right before I get sick, I get like knocked down. I'm in bed and that's what my thing is. It's the holidays. Mm-hmm. But it's good though. Cause like a couple of days ago, like Anthony decided to like sleep in the other room. So we have more, you Oh, know. good. Yeah, we were very privileged. We have more than one bedroom in our house. So, like, he's sleeping in the guest room, and like, and I, I had him take the dogs yesterday. I was like, I can't, I can't even handle them. Oh <laughs> like, no! Oh geez. Yeah, because they're like all puppy, like you know. And so I was like, nope, I need my sleep. So yeah, I think I'm sure. like, I think I'm on the mend. I think I'm gonna be better, and I'm hoping by like Sunday I'm testing neg. But okay. Let's get into things that are going on right now. So in the pop culture and everything else that's going on. Um, Let's okay. First things first. Let's just bring it up and let's get it out of the way. <laughs> the Royals. Okay, you guys. Oh, okay. So yeah, yeah before we talk about Golden Globes and and some of the stuff we want to watch, but let's talk about Harry and Meg's because. Oh yeah, I can get into this hard. This has gotten outrageous. Like, did he? He left nothing. Like, he's like leaving nothing. Like, yeah. Apparently, like, talks about his his pioneers in um in the book. I've not gotten that far yet. I'm only in chapter one. I did like the introduction which i thought was chapter one it is not and mm-hmm. then i'm doing the audiobook and he reads it so highly mm-hmm. recommend he's got a great voice um and then now i'm in, in chapter one but he does talk about his peers i really trying to act like i don't want to listen to it but i'm totally i want to listen like i want to know like and the thing is is and i don't care that's the other part uh, of yeah. it is that is that i haven't cared like i didn't care about a girl from suits she's from suits <laughs> She was in Suits on USA. <laughs> I've never seen an episode of Suits, and now I'm going to read a book about her husband. Like, like <laughs> yes, he is very cute. That's the thing too. Is like, yeah. yeah, he's he's attractive, and like I do love that. But like, just it's like the little things. Like he did left like even like the whole military thing that he's like saying that he killed like 20 something plus, you know, Taliban members and like yeah. these generals and that. Like, what are you crazy? Like, what are you doing? Like, they need I... heightened security as is. Yeah, and they don't have it. I don't know if you've watched the pre. So I watched. Obviously, I watched the Oprah interview when that came out because that was like the first thing that they did. Yeah, and then, that was right right when they were starting to sign all the deals. Mm-hmm. And then they. I don't know if you did. You watch the Harry and Meghan on Netflix? I haven't brought myself to it. I watched. Emily and Paris came out the same week, so it was a little oh, bit more important. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> um, I watched the first and second episode, and after that, I found it too depressing, mm. and very staged and i'm a person who's like a huge nerd for monarchy and just mm-hmm. like monarchy history in general and 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 also this one like i literally per- i subscribed to tatler like the uk tatler like that's mm-hmm. how into the aristocracy i am not that i think that they're that's that it's right or that it's like 
you know appropriate you just find it you, you find it to be like a soap opera and like it's all my that. it's my housewives do you know what i'm saying like mm-hmm. that's what it is and i even got like deets like the thing so you what is, is it called deets it like helps you understand like how you're supposed to interact and like aristocracy mm-hmm. and uh, whatever anyways but like it's just wild to me a that he's still alive i'm dead yeah. serious well, i don't that. understand how this hasn't gone full princess diana on this guy's ass I just like well, that's the thing is is like that's why you had to get out of the country. I think they would have by now. Yeah, I think so too. You know I, mean? I think so too. Like all these conspiracy theories, we're just throwing all kinds of things. Oh out yeah, there. we're just okay, you guys. Animation. Travel, puke, conspiracy <laughs> theories about the royals. This is what the <laughs> new podcast is bringing you. Twenty twenty three. Okay, like, but like, yeah, like this. So this whole thing now that this this audio recording. So you guys are probably going to find this online. It's it's like clipping around right now. It's like from like chapter thirty four or something where he's talking about his dodger. He's talking talk, talk about the dick and. I guess it was like something's wrong with it. I don't know. I don't understand exactly what was wrong with it in the he description. Got frostbite. That's Apparently, what it is. He, yeah, and he was at that. I think this was at William and Kate's wedding. Oh my god! And, and then so, so wait, who does he put on it? Elizabeth Arden or something? And like, and the thing is, then he goes into saying like it smells like his mom. He rem- it gets reminds me reminds me of his mother all of a sudden and then he throws it on his dick like just like oh there is what? some weird moments like that's the thing but they got a podcast they got the Netflix series they have the book now she still has a book that's going to be coming out at some mm-hmm. point it's just like enough like it's like save some save a little bit you know what I mean like kind of give it to us a, you know like make us want to make us want to have more because that's the thing that's what they're doing right now is they're just they're showing it all they're giving away the goods. I don't know who is their PR person, but they are doing a horrible job. Tyler Perry. No, no. I honest <laughs> to God, I was like, I hope I was just going to say, I was like, I hope Tyler Perry isn't the person that set them up with this, whoever their PR person is, because they suck ass. Oh, and it's just too, it's too much. The interviews are too much. There's mm-hmm. too much. Granted, the book is fascinating. Okay. I am in chapter one and I'm just like, well, that's you why know? I want to read it because it's going to be fascinating, you know. Because the boy's got stories, he's got a history, oh, he's got you know what I mean? And he's like yeah. a long line of all this whole thing. And so, allegedly, you don't even know if it's if it's really his dad, and then he even goes into that some of that, even you know, that he's being kept for spare parts and all this. I mean, it's just it's it's insane. Okay, let's switch gears, let's keep on talking about British people. Okay, and by way of that, have you seen the new Matilda on Netflix? No. And the reason why is because I teach a lot of that music with my students. Uh-huh. Um, my side gig is a, is a voice and musical theater teacher, everybody. And so um, I I'm just like so fucking tired of hearing that music. <laughs> <laughs> but I hear okay. Emma Thompson's amazing. That's what I was. That's what I have written yeah. down here. Emma Thompson yeah. in Matilda. I just need to just talk about that. It is a transformation. It is incredible. Mm-hmm. And actually the whole entire thing as a whole, I really did like. You know, so we ended up watching it, I think, on like New Year's Day. And like it was just it was super cute. If you like musicals, it's mm-hmm. solid. It's it's not exactly the old, you know, Mara Wilson, you know, like it's it's not that. Right. Um, because this is true to like the musical, the Broadway musical. Mm-hmm. But um, but I liked it. I liked it a lot. So I would say that is something that I would say, go ahead, put it on your bingeable if you are a musical person. I would um, definitely watch it. Honestly, it's just because these songs haunt my sleep. The choreography and, and staging is incredible. Is it very similar to like the Broadway choreography, which I think is no, so good? This oh, okay. is even better. Nice. Like, like the right. bro- I mean, the Broadway choreography was great and this mm-hmm. steps it up because now they have like 
they can work with aerial views and that right. sort of a thing. And so nice. it's just, it's insane what they do with like the placements and like the, um, the way that they build the dance numbers. It's, mm-hmm. it's pretty spectacular. Nice. Like that's, also you know, I think that if it wasn't a kid's musical, it would be getting a lot more like oomph behind it right now. Yeah. So it's like a whole thing. Um, what were you saying about the music that it does what to you now? Oh, it just haunts my dreams because I, I teach a lot of it with my students and, and we did, we've done quite a few Matilda numbers over the year, mm-hmm. over the past few years. And so I'm just tired, tired of hearing it, <laughs> but I would like to see, I see, I've seen some like clips of it mm-hmm. and I, I do definitely want to see it. I hear it's great, but I have to stay, I have to stay away from Matilda for a while because my, my students are always doing it. I just need to stay away. Yeah, I'm in. Um, okay. What other things do I have here? Wednesday have you watched this yet no and the reason why is I hear it's fantastic I've seen many clips mm-hmm. I feel when it came I don't understand why it came out in November okay because at that point it's Christmas time bitch like it's, yeah we're not it's not spooky season no more and so I was not I was like well I guess they're gonna wait till October to watch this because I'm just I'm only in spooky season a very particular specific spooky season in October mm-hmm. of any year See, what I liked about this is that it gives you a little bit of that spooky vibe. It's like a little bit Riverdale. And mm-hmm. then it also has like a whole mystery caper thing, a little Nancy Drew to it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then it has like a whole spiritual element where they also like they, they mix in there. Christina Ricci's in it. She's great. Yes. Um, what's her name? Gwendolyn. What's her Gwendolyn name? Gwendolyn Christie. Gwendolyn Christie is in this. That's the most beautiful she's ever felt is in this show. She is posing for the gods in yes. every freaking scene. Like every scene, she's got like a hand on her hip and one in the air. And she's mm-hmm. always just like, she's always a picture. You know what I mean? Like you yes. can snap a picture of her at any time and she looks fabulous. And Catherine Zeta Jones, like she does something special that like everybody's like, oh, her face, this and that. I mean, the woman is getting older, you guys. Leave her alone. Yeah, <laughs> like, she sure. still looks great. Yeah, she looks know? amazing. Um, I did watch Trixie and Katya watch Wednesday. Mm hmm. <laughs> So like okay. it, there's spoilers in that. So like I do know everything that's going on. Yeah, it's um, th- but there is a couple twists in there too that I wasn't expecting. Okay. So I would say like I really liked it. Anthony's right now like in the middle of it and he's into it. So it's mm-hmm. saying that it, there's there's some storytelling there that's going well. Here's yeah. my like little things is that um, I think I might have mentioned this at the last show. I don't even know if I talked about Wednesday on the show before because we haven't recorded in a while. But I didn't love um. Fred Armisen as Uncle Fester it kind of it kind of took me out of it a little bit because it became Portlandia for like two seconds really good so yeah so it just it did that to me for like a moment and then it was like okay get over it and then just kind of get back to it but um and the other thing too is that Wednesday it's almost like she is like an it's like she's like on the spectrum you know what I mean like it's almost like that's kind of that's kind of like what she kind of gives me and just because I've been reading so much more about kids on the spectrum and that sort of thing Mm. it's almost like oh is this like a little superhero that we have here (laughs) like is Wednesday like this little Latina like superhero like on the spectrum so I don't know I don't know if that's controversial to say or whatever but I just I did appreciate it um swapping gears one more time I watched a lot of Netflix and HBO this this past thing have you watched Glass Onion have I watched? No, <laughs> so, have well, I have to watch Glass Onion because it is nominated for so many awards. And so mm-hmm. I love Knives Out. Um, and so I am looking forward to watching Glass Onion. Remember, we just binged White Lotus. So <laughs> very late. Yeah, we're going to get back into that. We too. Talk about we, we talked, I yeah. beat that to death on this show, but whatever. Yes. Um, but Glass Onion, I would say 
I liked it. Some people like, you know, I don't know what people are expecting all the time. You know what I mean? Like, it's just like, if you were a good movie. Have you been entertained? Where are you with this? Um, Janelle, Janelle Monet, she's yes. a fucking movie star. I hear okay? she's amazing like, in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like we need to like, let her have her flowers and let her become a real movie star because she yeah. looks beautiful. She's got this skin that's just like, ugh. But like, um, Kate Hudson is amazing in it. Dave Bautista mm-hmm. is is great in it. Um, and then Daniel Craig, there's just something about Daniel Craig that will always be sexy. Even with the weird, like, you know, caper voice that he puts on, the Southern draw that he mm-hmm. has. Um, but it's a good movie. And like, and there is a couple like twists and turns in that too that you don't come, you see coming. And it's, it's a suspension of disbelief. You just have to kind of go there with it. Yeah. And it's just like, right now we're getting this surge of movies of like, we take rich people out onto an island and see what happens. Mm-hmm. And so, and with that, have you watched the menu at all? Have you heard about this? No, you got, okay. you can you cut this not. out, but I'm okay. like, you got to give me a heads up on what you want to discuss. I'm just going to throw things at you. Cause this is going to be like me telling you what to binge. Cause this is what I, I know. I no, so, I have not. And I want to, because I love Ray Fines. Bonnie, our good, our dear friend, Bonnie, that we both share mm-hmm. is so sexually attracted to Ray Fines. And so um, I'm assuming she's probably watched or is watching it. Um, oh, but, he is. He's attractive. Yeah. And yeah. in this, even more so because he's so like forceful. So he's creepy and attractive. And so you're just like, it's like a whole thing. Um, I was really disappointed that I didn't see him at Balthazar last week. <laughs> <laughs> I was very disappointed. Were you thinking that he was going to be there? Is that like he goes there quite a, he goes there quite a bit. The bread at Balthazar I have not had in so long. So good. I know. Oh, I have not been on a Taylor Joy who's in this you know what I mean and she's also in like the um what was the thing that she got famous for um the Queen's Gambit Queen's Gambit I'm not a fan of her she's got that face it's so weird that you just like want to stare at it you know what I mean like you're just like yeah she looks like a deer you know yeah or deer yeah very like like a deer or like or like Nala from like the Lion King like she could be Nala in the face and yeah. so there's something cool about her like that. But Nicholas Holtz in it, you know, from like. Love him. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. Judith Light. Like. Oh, well, yeah. She's she's in this. John Luguzamo. Um, I'm trying to look at the who else is on this like list of people because it's like uh, Hong Chao. She's in this. Mm. Um, and she is. I don't know if you've seen her in like downsizing. She's also in The Whale, which is not going to which is not going to stream for a very long time, apparently. You saw that. That that's a level of drama I don't need, and I really do want to see the whale just because I'm real. I love a comeback story. I'm very excited for Brendan Fraser, mm-hmm. but Darren Aronofsky, is the director of the film, put it out there that he was this is this is in theaters and this is not going to stream for a while. And like I hear you, but people who's who is going to move, who's going to the theater anymore? That's the thing. I, I don't. I will be going to see Titanic is coming back for the 25th anniversary <laughs> and i will be going to see that in the theater Thank it's being you. remastered are they adding anything new um i think it's go i don't know i think it's just going to like 4k now and it was re-released in i think in its 20th anniversary so i saw that in the theater eight times oh my god yeah that's i think exactly. i saw it three times in the theater yeah. three or four times. Eight times and then i did see it when they re-released it i think it was the 20th anniversary i want to say Mm-hmm. I remember I was drunk and I made my sister take me. And then um, <laughs> now it's going to come out in tw- for this year. And I was like, I'm obviously going to see it in the theater because that's the only place to see it. See, I don't like 
it's like I know it's a great movie, but it's not a movie that I want to invest in. And I know there's that that gap in the middle that like when we would see it at the theater. I remember there was once we went to the theater, we went to see it, and we left <laughs> for forty five <laughs> minutes because there was a Taco Bell around the corner there, and like sure. in board in Boardman over there on South Avenue, we like went to Taco Bell and came back <laughs> because it was just like this is the boring part. Let's go. <laughs> like we like oh. left. It was senior year of high school or junior it's year. Pure- just for me to go like I think it's just the act of like I've seen it originally I think it's just Mm -hmm. it is not by any means the best movie of all time I think it's just the physical act that I've seen it in the theater so many times and I think I need to keep that going well plus it makes it it's one of those movies that when you go to the movies it feels like you're going to the movies you know what I mean yes yeah like you're going to the movies because you're going to the movies and like the whale is not that that, I don't yeah I mean like I think it's because it's like award season it's going to be in those like smaller theaters that if they even exist anymore you know what I mean? Wow. They're going to be playing that, but he's not going to be bringing it to streaming. But so that was like our little sideline because one of the people who is in the whale with Brendan Fraser is Hong Chow, and she's also in the menu. But right. the menu about rich people on an island again. Um, I don't want to give away too much of it because it really is. Um, it's a fantastic movie. It's one of like it's one of the better movies I've seen in a long while because the acting in it is really really great. It's a suspension of disbelief. You know what I mean? Because there's a certain point of it like that I would. I have more fight in me than these people do, but mm-hmm. like, <laughs> like, but in this, um, it's really cool because each course, you know what I mean? Like this whole, like the whole clapping thing, you know, and every, everything stops. Mm-hmm. And, and so in each course comes through. And so it just puts a whole spin on like people who are foodies and are very into like sommelier and, like, wine and that sort of thing. Yeah. It's, it's, there's a whole thing with that and it's a commentary. It's a, um, it's just, it's, it's, it's a great movie watch it i don't want to give away like spoilers it's one of those ones that you just don't want to like ruin for people but um watch it watch it watch it you will never look at cheeseburgers the same again and you will want a cheeseburger so bad at the end of the movie here's a question (laughs) about that this is a random foodie question um i have not obviously seen this but do they serve it on a brioche you have to you have to watch because it has something to do with because it's very specific it had like the way that it happens in the movie. Yeah. You, you, yeah. Because there's a whole thing with bread. There's a Anthony whole. Bourdain, yeah. yeah. Anthony Bourdain went on a tirade about how cheeseburgers should not people who think they serve it on brioche that they're ruining the cheeseburger. That's why I asked that question. No, no, no. You have to like you have to watch because it's um there's because bread has a whole thing in it, too. Oh, like there's a whole like, the, yeah, like they they go into like it's part of like one of like the themes of like the dinner. So, yeah, nice. you just have to see it. Um, so I would say that's good. What else is on my little list here? Okay, let's get into a little bit of the Golden Globes. So the Golden Globes were on. They kind of like kicked off award season this year. Mm-hmm. They weren't on last year because of all the controversy yeah. of not having a black member on their board and blah, 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 blah. And this year, Gerard Carmichael was the host and he skewered them at the beginning. It was wild have you watched any of his stand-up or like any of his comedy he's i mean he's amazing he's he's, he's one of those people i have i'm more into female comics when it comes to like long form so i'll like i'll watch sure. like, a, like a, that's usually i'll watch like a female comic you know a, a, you know as opposed to like a john mulaney and that sort of a thing yeah, yeah, yeah but there's certain comics like gerard that like you can't avoid because they're always on social media you know what I mean there's always clips and that sort of a thing so I've seen his comedy in that way but seeing him kind of just be free and do what he wanted to do was just kind of like 
okay. <laughs> he said some he said some things during the night. Like the whole Whitney Houston comment was a little bit like, you know what I mean? That one yeah. kind of stung. But then that when he came back one. with the whole Tom Cruise the Scientology one, cool. That was hysterical. <laughs> well, do you know so that also funny. they well, have you heard about this too? So the whole Shelly Miskovich thing, you know, like she's been oh. missing for all these years. Okay, so you guys, yeah. if you guys don't know any about this, so the Scientology thing. So Scientology, one of the big the biggest guy in Scientology is David Miskovich. His wife, Shelly, was way high up there. And then all of a sudden, she's been missing. And this is one mm-hmm. of Leah Remini's big deals that she's been you know, talking about for like years and years and years. Because like, what happened to this woman? Um, but now they're saying that David Miskovich is also missing. I didn't know that part. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Because I guess, wait, where is it? That's so wild. I have to now find it. Um, I had just recently like read something about this. This is saying the cast of Menu, David Miskovich. No, I just need David Miskovich. I have too many things in my phone. Um, but I guess they got in trouble recently for some money or something like that. Mm. And so now, but he's apparently he's not been found. Where in Scientology is David Miskovich? Opposing lawyers want to know. And this just came out on December 29th. So attorneys representing three former workers suing the church say David Miskovich has evaded service of the suit. And now he's just like missing. They cannot find him. Um, they've been they've tried 27 times over the last four months to serve his to serve him with his papers wow. um, for this case. And they cannot find this man. I mean, like they made his wife disappear. They're going to make him like. Oh, for sure. For sure. Like, I don't understand this whole Scientology thing. Okay, anyways, back on the Golden Globes. It was a funny joke, the whole thing with Tom Cruise left these backstage. We will yeah. get these back to Scientology if they will let us know where Shelly Miskovich is. Yikes. Okay, so he had that. He had, like, lots of, like, little good moments in the night. What did you feel yeah. overall about him? I thought he was great. Um, the only thing is, like, he's definitely not used to hosting because he was doing this, like, very, like, if you if you saw me in the screen right now, it's very profile. Like he wasn't cheating to mm-hmm. the stage. You know what I'm saying? So like that kind of bugged me because I was like, guy, like, didn't anybody help you with like how to talk on stage? Well, why isn't the director moving quicker? Because there was a whole thing too with the girl yeah. from Black Panther where they were showing her in profile for half of her like oh speech. yeah. Mm-hmm. Like it was like those cameras couldn't keep up. It was a yeah. weird, it was a weird set because I wrote that too. And my thing was that like it was like COVID be damned. People were squished in that little mm-hmm. room. Like this is like the first time we've seen them like that, you know, in a while. Yeah. Where everybody's on top of each other. And then also yeah. people like they win and they're sitting like two seating arrangements ahead and then they have to come all the way through the crowd. It was like a long show because of that. Just getting people down to the stage. Yeah, that that happened more so this year. Usually people who are like geared to win are mm-hmm. somewhat closer to the stage even like steven spielberg's table was kind of like back there yeah but um, they had like brad pitt front and center <laughs> he was actually farther back there was uh lauren you know who was up front lauren michaels yeah and brad pitt like yeah. is everybody hi brad hi brad yeah, like, it was really like, strange yeah it was like they tried to get like those stars up there and they had and rihanna was up in the front like they they got yeah. the ones they got the ones who they knew that they wanted to get as much camera time on you know, yeah. I think that's I think it's probably why. But it was just it was funny. Um, the bear one for a bunch yes. of things. Yes. I, I have not. OK, do you like the show? Please I convince, love the bear. Convince I love me to watch it. it. Why do I why do I want to watch the show? Because it, I, like, I watched half of the first episode 
and like where is the glamour where is the beauty like it's just like, like, this is not that show if you were looking for glamour beauty um any kind of pizzazz this mm-hmm. is not that show this is a very it's very gritty show um it's very extremely it's extremely fast-paced my husband has said that it stresses him out um mm. have you ever worked in a restaurant before I have not worked in a restaurant in that capacity, though. No. Yeah, I, I mean, I've worked in a restaurant. I don't think I've worked in a restaurant that chaotic, but mm-hmm. I have worked in restaurants enough to, like, know how this feels. Um, I find, like, I, I think I said before, like, I'm a big fan of Anthony Bourdain. I've read all his books. I think mm-hmm. that world is very fascinating. Okay. Um, it's so you're just the kitchen. So that's why you need to watch the menu. I know. <laughs> that's why it's ridiculous that I've not watched it yet. And it's just like, go, 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 go. Like. What's it about, though? They, so like, it's they... about Carmi, who is the main guy. I forget who his won. Who won, yes, and, and deservedly so. His he is um he's won James Beard awards. Like he's in the upper echelons of New York City de- fine dining, and all of a sudden mm-hmm. his brother um his brother has killed himself, and so he left the this um if you're from Chicago you're very familiar with like the Italian beef sandwiches mm-hmm. and so it's one of those type of restaurants where you just come in you get your order you go it's just mm-hmm. go 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 and um he leaves this restaurant to him and because obviously his i think his I don't think the parents are around anymore either. And there's so another just, sibling involved, I think. Yeah, um who was also there as well and she's kind of like she just wants to get rid of the restaurant and he's like no this is my brother's legacy like i'm gonna make this work and it's like this ragtag group of people who work in the restaurant and he's trying to run it in what some people would call like i think it's called the french style which is yes chef yes chef yes chef there's a there's a true hierarchy around it Mm -hmm. there's also the other like main person in the show um is a young actress i'm assuming she's an actress and um she just came out of culinary school and has been a huge fan of him as a chef and so decided to come work for him mm-hmm. um and it's just kind of like how they bring this restaurant back to life and it's fast it's such a good show and it's very quick watch well okay. i'm gonna probably watch it maybe, oh yeah maybe this will be something i'll watch now on my sick bed molly yes. ringwald's in it yeah 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 oh my god i'm like looking it up molly ringwald is in this you guys maybe i need to pick it up so is joel McHale. Hmm. Yes. Yes. And, yes. Okay. And Io Edbury, she's the one who plays that Sonia. She's that one comedian that is like in like Big Mouth and like all kinds of things. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 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 So I'm gonna have to watch the bear. Oliver Platt's in it, which is kind of random, but he's so good. he's very good in it. Oh. Okay. See, you're teaching me about things. I taught you about menu. Yeah, for and things. <laughs> <laughs> so I need to watch it because I just wrote here. I don't care about the bear. I tried it. Where's the it's glamour? Where's the beauty? That was my note. Yeah, um, it's not my next, it's never that. My, I have another note. Quinta Bunce, Brunson Alan, Alan, from Abbott Elementary. She is on top oh. of the world right now. Oh, like, I this is another show that we have not watched. And now that we've now that we finished White Lotus, I think we need mm-hmm. we need a new show. And I think it's gonna be Abbott Elementary. Because dive in quick it. watches, they're like 20 minute oh, episodes. Yeah. Anthony and I have like appointment watched it now. Like it's yeah. become like a show that we like watch, you know, like on the weekly, like the day after it airs, it's on Hulu right. the next day. So we've been right. doing that. And it's an ABC show. Um, I think it's wonderful. It kind of exists in that world that like Parks and Rec does, you know yeah. what I mean? It has that kind of a vibe. Like Leslie Nope and um 
and I can't remember Quinta's teacher's name now, but those two characters live in the same same kind of a, a headspace, you know what I mean? Okay. And so, and it's one of those shows too that you like, you feel better after watching, like you don't feel like emotionally like driven yeah. you know, or like dry or anything. Um, but it's amazing because Quinta is like, she's a BuzzFeed girl. Remember that? Like, do you, yes. do you remember that one meme oh, of her? Shit. Like, Ooh, a large, you know, no, you, you I forgot you know, about that. Yeah. Like that, that whole one thing at like the, the movie theater and everything. And she's like Ooh. now like Oprah's best friend and shit. Like, yeah, she's like really kind of nowhere. Um, I wrote here, Rihanna was there. She looked like a million bucks. She did. had like Gerard said he was it Gerard that said that she who was it that said she looked like she was like dressed for Halloween? Someone said no. that and I was like Nisi Nash. Nisi Nash goes, she goes, um, Rihanna, I love you so much. I dress like you for Halloween. <laughs> like, oh, that's what it was. That's what she had said. She said, oh. I dress like you for Halloween, <laughs> like this year. Okay. I yeah. also thought Nisi Nash was my best dressed. Oh, she I was had wonderfully her as my dressed list. Yeah. in that purple, like that that beautiful gown that was just With like the beading or the rind. I don't know what it was, but it was like that rhinestone beading, but it was done like in an hourglass shape down the front of her, and it had like the perfect like you know textures oh, on the side. Yeah. She's married to Jessica Betts now, like that musician. Yes. And yes. so it's just like she's gay now. Like I love that Gerard brought that she up too. <laughs> It's so cute, but like I love her. She's one of like the better dressed mm -hmm. of the night. Um, the piano player. Okay, <laughs> like I just wrote piano player. She would play nothing and get Gerard's praises. <laughs> like she was like do 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 like from like Little Mermaid. He's like, so is that from the Little Mermaid? <laughs> like, it's like okay, enough. She's 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 good, I guess. It was awkward. Yeah, and then he was like telling the audience, he was like, "Look, she's not the one playing the the, the playoff music. She's just doing the other one. Please do not yell at her." Because <laughs> like, Michelle Yeoh would like threaten to beat her up. <laughs> Shut up, please. <laughs> she said that. Oh, that memeable moment. I think you have it on your stories right now of um, Jamie Lee Curtis cheering for her, like her yes. like, their besties sitting there and I like yeah, and that she wins. That this this is the energy we all need to be cheering our women on in the future yes. for the next for the next year. I love so her. So good. Um Austin Butler. Mm. Okay. Did you see his SNL? Yes. Okay. So Austin Butler is the new guy who just played Elvis. Um, his SNL was fabulous. Him and Kiki I'm Palmer, two of the best ones this week this season. I was surprised. I honestly didn't know what to expect from him because mm -hmm. I'm old and I'm too old to where like I knew him from his child at well, quote unquote child actor days or teen actor days. Mm -hmm. And I didn't know what he talked like before um, Elvis. I don't so, think like, he I knows what he talks like anymore, girl. Like he's just whatever character he is, he's going to be from now on. Like he's full method. Full he's, method. He's, gonna, he's like those guys in high school and college. He'd be like, hi, Daisy. Like and call you by your character name for like the next like, six, <laughs> yes. like the next like four or five months. And you're like, the show has been closed. Like you don't have to I call know. me that anymore. And he's one of those people. But like he he's is. like. He's fully holding on to like the Elvis, like, you know, the, the Elvis dialect and everything. But here's my note about him. He's almost like they, like every like 30 years, the Hollywood scientists get into a lab and they mix up a character mm -hmm. and like, and you got Brad Pitt. And this year they're like, here's Austin Butler. <laughs> like, and he's like, he's so pretty. Yeah, and he's like the second coming of like a Brad Pitt type. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah. Like it's like it's like they got it, they got it, they get they got it right again. You know what I mean? It's been a few years. They 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 shook this one up. Very Powerpuff Girls. Um, yes. 
the Carol Burnett Award, right? Award to Ryan Murphy this year. Mm -hmm. They played Mastermind as he walked up by Taylor Swift. I thought that same thing too. I was like, <laughs> that is the most interesting song choice of them all. <laughs> yeah. Like nice. they really, they gave him that song. They paid yes. like, to Taylor Swift for the night for, for that. Yes. And they played the real song. It wasn't just like the girl tinking away in her keys. Um, <laughs> but his speech, like, I don't know. Okay. So some of y'all having issues with Ryan Murphy's speech, and I think it was perfect because he gave flowers to everybody that has made him Ryan Murphy. Like, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, Ryan, I, I, I love his series. I love watching his movies, his TV shows. I'm still a glutton for punishment. I will still watch American Horror Story every year. Um, but because, like, nobody does world building like Ryan Murphy. Oh, when, I agree. It comes, yeah. when it comes to like the sets are always so luscious and there's always so many textures and like you don't get you don't get just a bed you get like a, a linen on the bed and you get the sheets and you get the pillows and and everything mm -hmm. has like everything is so well thought up which is what I like I love about him but then also his characters that he has and so and I just I really love that he like at the beginning he just kind of gave MJ Rodriguez Billy Porter Niecy Nash Matt Bomer Jeremy Pope you know, and mm -hmm. like, these are my examples of possibility. And these are all people who Hollywood just said, we're not done. We're not doing anything right. with. And he was like, I, I'm going to make these things. And then he even like brought up, you know, Sarah Paulson and Evan Peters and all these other people who, yeah. who have just rebuilt their careers, on, you know, with him as he was building his own. So I think that it's been equal. You know what I mean? Like these people gave him as much as he gave them. Yeah. Um. I don't know. I don't, I'm not one of those people who hates Ryan Murphy. Like, I don't like, he's not a Brian Singer type to me. He's not as creepy as like Brian Singer, you know, the X-Men director who would all like these pool parties with all the young boys and everything else. He's yeah, like one of those yeah. gays. And so I just, I like him. I don't have, a, I generally don't have a problem with Ryan Murphy and I loved his speech. Mm -hmm. um, I almost thought, I almost kind of wish he would have given MJ um, like some, an ability to like give her speech because she mm -hmm. didn't really get to have that moment. Um, that was like the only thing that kind of like bothered me a little bit. Um, the only thing that kind of bothers me a little bit about Ryan Murphy is that he always uses the same people. Um, and I'm not sure why that is like, it, it may be just because he just likes using his friends and there are some directors like that, but I think that's what it is, is that he like, then you when you when you get pulled in you're in you know you're what I mean in, you're in yeah. you're, you're you're in you're in it's <laughs> like, like Lin Manuel Miranda kind of yeah mm -hmm. yeah because like he bring I mean like Glee you know Leah Michelle there and then he brings Leah Michelle back for like Scream Queens you know what I mean right. like my arch nemesis right. like she arch still gets jobs but like <laughs> but like but if you look at like you know Kathy Bates you know what I mean like he's still giving right. Dennis O'Hara you know like it's just I kind of I, I kind of like that it's almost like he has like his like um it's almost like a summer summer stock theater you know yeah, like I mean? a troop of actors yeah that he uses yeah mm -hmm. or like yeah. uh, Christopher Guest like with all the Christopher Guest movies he uses the mm -hmm. same people yeah. for some reason I just don't know why it, like maybe it's because I don't like some of the people that he chooses <laughs> that might be yeah, that's why that might be what that's probably why that's probably okay why. speaking of Christopher Guest let's talk about Jennifer Coolidge oh what a segue <laughs> yes yes like <laughs> Jennifer Coolidge I mean she's best in show and then now she's like back on the resurgence because that was like when we all like fell in love with her was yes. like best in show back in the back then mm -hmm. with, with all those kind of like movies and then you know we had Legally Blonde that kept us going and then right. Stifler's mom like she really did hit the little marks when she was talking she about really like did. 
and like i think that's the thing is is that everybody who's like our age that has like grown up with her as like the hot older mom hot mm-hmm. like you know like the the curvy lady and now she's like a force in hollywood i think it's so freaking great like i want to have her at a party yes i want her to just i i want so i've decided like i've become due to health like some health issues and also i don't try that hard to stop drinking mm-hmm. um <laughs> that I've become a little bit chubby myself. And so like, I feel like that's the look I'm going for now. <laughs> is, is you want to be Jennifer Coolidge? Jennifer Coolidge. Like that's the look I'm going to go for. <laughs> Curve out. It's all about proportionizing and Jennifer oh, yes. Coolidge, like in the hair and everything else. Yes. It's just, when she put her golden globe down and said, I don't do, I don't work <laughs> out. This is too much. <laughs> She's so ridiculous. It was uh, so funny. And then Mike White just crying. Like that was on the, the side. sweetest thing. That was so sweet. And then drunk, also, I was drunk like, tears. <laughs> drunk tears because everyone's drunk at the Golden Globes. Um, and I was like, well, then why'd you kill her? <laughs> I know. Well, did you hear? Did you see that interview with him? Now that you've watched White Lotus, well, so White I Lotus think- spoiler, guys, we talked about it a lot. Yeah. Jennifer Coolidge is gone. Yeah. <laughs> like, you mean like the after the episode? Yeah. Interview? Yeah, I did, did watch that. Did yeah. you see that when he was talking about they were watching it together? Yeah. Have you seen that? And then he like you know they were like laughing and then he realized that she was like upset about it and he realized oh shit i killed her off like well yeah he realized oh what did i just do like all of a sudden he even realized after he had like after it was in the can that yeah. oh no oh no i don't know who knows what if he like let wig her bring her back as a new character she doesn't have to be jennifer coolidge and tanya again well not even that i mean i know he said that tanya died but like also like we didn't see like we don't know if she was like really dead. And like, I didn't know if she was really dead. So like, literally I watched that after the episode because mm-hmm. for some reason, when I kept looking at her face, it looked like her eyes were fluttering. Mm. Yeah. And this is just me like. But they found the body. That's the whole thing. Yeah. That's everybody's, everybody's trying to like, well, no, then, then this, we never saw it. We never I saw know. her dead body. You know, everybody's like trying to justify it. The rumor is, is the next one's going to Japan. Um, so yeah, I was thinking Thailand, but yeah, Japan makes sense too. Yeah, well, they he said it's in an Asian country, yes. and yeah. then I guess they um, the rumor is is that some of the people and Mike White were seen in Japan at some point. Oh, well, that makes a lot. Of sense. And so that maybe that you know if they're doing like their research in the hotels and whatnot, but yeah. um, who knows? Or if they prequel it, maybe if it's like we go to the '90s and then we get and Tanya. Yeah, then you have then you have that. There, there's like all these different ways that you could bring her back. Yeah. So like Mike White, listen to us. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I think it would be fun though to just see her be a completely different character. Like let her really act the shit out of something, you know. Yeah. Um, she was in something recently too, where I didn't even realize it was her. Mm. Um, okay, now I'm gonna look it up as we're talking. But okay, what did you feel as you're talk as we talk about this? As I'm looking this up. How was your White Lotus experience? Because you have a different experience because you actually have been to these locations. Yeah. So I so full disclosure, I did not want to watch White Lotus at all because I was not a huge fan of the first season. I think mm-hmm. I got through like four episodes and I, and, and I thought about this a little bit. And I think the reason why is because when they first marketed White Lotus, like the first season, I thought it was going to be funny. Mm-hmm. And it was just not that. And whatever mind space I was in at that moment in time was just not that moment for me to be watching like this mystery thing. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? Um, mm-hmm. And so I really didn't want to watch the second season. And and I knew it was in Sicily and I been to Sicily and I was. It is all I've talked about for three months. <laughs> I know. <laughs> 
And I was like, oh, I got like, I really didn't want to watch it. And I was like, I guess I should because I'm seeing all these memes mm-hmm. and I purposefully didn't like read any spoilers. Like I was just like, it must've been meant to be that I was going to watch. I was like, whatever, fine, we'll watch it. Mm-hmm. And as soon as like the show opens. So for those of you who've seen it, it opens on this beach, which is the, the beach location they really use for like the rest of the season. Like anytime they go to the quote unquote beach um, mm-hmm. from the resort, they go to this location, which PS, for those of you who are visiting Sicily, that's not in Terramina. That's in mm-hmm. Chuffalo. Okay. Um, and you know, they are in Chuffalo a little bit later in the season, but yeah, that beach is Chuffalo. And I was just like, oh my god like i was just there like it was just this whole experience like i was like, like oh my god that's first off that's not tiramina that's chavlu and i they don't list it they don't say that like i've looked so many places because i know mm-hmm. a ton of people are going to go to sicily this year which good luck they don't speak they don't really get into speaking english there just mm-hmm. fyi you're that and there's then. no air conditioning <laughs> mm-hmm. like worse well, than any other european country so well that's the thing is like the the whole hotel and everything else is like you know that's a that's a four seasons i believe yeah that is in termina that's in termina but the beach itself is in chefalu um and they do go to chefalu which which i cannot recommend chefalu enough Mm -hmm. um i love it so much it's probably my favorite beach in the world but you're like don't Um, go in august well first don't go in august because it's um ferragosto so you don't want to go to italy in general during ferragosto what is that um, Ferragosto is like this uh, celebration in the month of August where pretty much everyone's like not working and they're just like partying the whole time and everyone's on vacation. So what's and the reason so, to go? <laughs> it, yes, but it's also if you're a partier. Like, if you're a partier, but it's crazy like to go to like to beachy locations like Chefalu, like mm-hmm. Taormina, um, any of like the beaches in the, in, in the mainland of Italy. Um, Sardinia. I've been to Sardinia and it's amazing, but I would not go dur- there during Ferragosto because it's just a shit show. Mm. But okay. So, and how was your feeling about like the whole storyline in general? Like, did you, I think this, uh, were you all anxious in the last episodes like me? Yes, I was very anxious. <laughs> I was they not set a- it up. Anybody could die. Every single character in those last two episodes are yes. hanging on by a thread. Like, like Portia is like off with this, you know, with that guy who in chef you know, yeah. <laughs> yeah who plays a drunk better than anybody plays a drunk oh yeah you know i mean a, a drunk from essex i mean that's that's that guy and then he got his accent by do you have you ever watched towie Mm-mm. the only okay oh y'all the only way is essex this is a british reality show and it's basically kind of there's two major reality shows in the uk and one is the only way is essex towie like jersey shorish <laughs> um yeah that's it more Jersey Shore is more like um, Geordie Shore. That's a little more okay. that that. Towie's kind of like a mix of Jersey Shore and the Hills. And mm. then there is, um, oh God, I can't think of the Chelsea show. Why can't I think of the name of that? There's a one in that takes place on Chelsea and that's more like the Hills. I, I could not the, recommend I, them more. I found the name of the, the movie that I was talking, I was thinking of. Jennifer Coolidge, when she played dramatic and promising a woman. Didn't even oh, realize okay. it was her. She plays yeah. the mom in that. Like she, yeah, she plays the stepmom in that. And like you didn't even realize it's her. And she's wearing like a yeah. her hair and all that. And it's not a funny role at all. The movie's yeah. dark. I don't know if you've seen that. Yeah. But, yeah, that movie ends crazy. Um, but yeah, so like the white lotus, Jennifer Coolidge, love that she won again this year. I just I think that she has got so much more to like give. You know what I mean? I can't wait to see yes. her. I can't I wait to see what else she has coming up. 
I mean, she's just so funny. Like, did you see that interview about her saying she wanted to be a dolphin? I was like, girl. Yeah. Who do you want to play next? She goes, I think I want to play a dolphin. Like, You mean like an animated? She was like, no, like a dolphin. (laughs) (laughs) So ridiculous. I loved it. It was just, I loved everything about it. It was cool when they went to Palermo because they've been to theaters that I've been to. Like, it was just really fun. Yeah. It was awesome. The thing is, is like out of everybody, um, the one who like gets out best are the prostitutes. Yes, thank God, because they were they were my favorite part of the show. Yeah. Oh, do you like the one's voice? Did you like her voice? The paper <gasps> her, voice the sing- uh, Mia. Oh my lord in heaven! I was like, do you have an album? Because I would like to buy your album. So you did it like me so voice. great. Oh, I loved it. Loved it. I, she's wonderful. The one though, um, what's her name? Now I can't remember her name. You Which just one? watched it. The other Italian, the other prostitute. I. You mean her name in the show? Yeah, I can't Lucia. remember. Lucia. Lucia Simona yeah. Tabasco. So did you know? So Simona Tabasco, who played Lucia, and then the girl who played Mia, uh, Beatrice Granio, mm-hmm. they're best friends in real life. And they're on the same show. They did. Okay, so they recorded each other's tapes yeah. and, sub- and submitted them and never said anything to anybody that we know each other, that we're auditioning together, nothing. Mm-hmm. They each got their respective roles. And then they were like, okay, you guys are playing best friends. They're like, that's fine. We're BFFs. Yeah. So like those scenes of them, like getting dressed and that sort of thing, that's just them being them, you know, like yeah. playing around and being girls. How fucking cool is that? That your break into like America, American cinema, you get to do with your bestie. They're right. on the same show in Italy. So they're, it's like the Grey's Anatomy of Italy. And I can't remember what it's called, mm-hmm. but Just they're like, both on that show. Love it. Love it. Love it. Wow. Love it. Love them. And they get out the best. Yeah. <laughs> so, Seriously. Like, she gets 50 grand. She gets to sleep with the two hottest ones with Albie and with um, oh, Theo God. James Cameron. I don't think Theo James is attractive. Hot take. See, I do. I do think he's attractive. Like, see, the thing is in this season, like out of all the guys, the one who I think is most my type first is probably Michael Imperioli. I know that's a problem. <gasps> no. <laughs> Wait, why is it a problem? I don't know because he's the oldest. So I don't, like or no, he's, he's not so if Mary Abraham is, but still. Like, yeah, I do find him very attractive. He's like, aging like a fine wine. Like I was watching him the whole time and I was like, dude, you look real good. I don't know. I didn't think he was attractive in the Sopranos, but like Oh, I think he was cool. attractive as Christopher in Sopranos. Yeah. Yes. Christopher, no, no. In this, he's very attractive, I thought. Yeah. Oh, no. Like, I I seriously, I found him to be the most attractive. And Lucia even got to sleep with him, too. I know. <laughs> like, Good for her. Good for her. I love her. Oh, I love everybody. I think Albie's the most attractive, but that's just because I'm basic. And it's just, oh, God. It was mm-hmm. great. I, I'm I'm glad I got to binge it because I can't imagine having to wait. <laughs> okay. If there was one character that you could pull into season three in Japan next year, wherever they do this. Who would be the character that you would want to see more of? I bet you the person that they will pull. And I don't know if it's necessarily someone I'd want to see. I don't think I'd really honestly want to see any more of anyone. The only mm-hmm. one I think I'd probably want to see more of is like the grandfather. Mm-hmm. Um, but if I could, I'm assuming they're probably going to pull. Um, oh God, what was Theo James's wife's name? Daphne. Yeah, I could see them pulling Daphne in. I think Megan Fahey is one of the most one of the best actors that's come along in a minute and she's when a musical he, theater actress like she's a singer he, yeah she's a great voice her and matt rogers singing mm-hmm. single come or what is it a holy night yeah um you can find that online but she when he tell when when 
I forget his name now. When Harper's husband, when Aubrey, when, when, when Aubrey. Oh, Plaza's well, he plays husband. Ethan. Yeah. His, Ethan. When Ethan comes to her on the beach and tells her that I think something happened and they kissed or whatever. The emotions that she goes through when she takes it in, it a registers, registers, and then goes, I'm not going to let this bother me. You know what I mean? Like everything that flashes in front of her and you watch her go through it and you're like, this is acting. This is acting. <laughs> like, <laughs> this is what they need to show people. Like when it's like, okay, when you realize something as you're acting, watch this girl. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like so freaking good. And so, and she hasn't been up for any of these things. Um, okay. I know that is weird. Uh, I just have like here Abbott Elementary and Dragons in the House won top TV awards. Mm-hmm. Um, or Dragons in the House, they yeah. were so drunk and so sloppy looking because they didn't think they were winning at all. Nelly like, was like, very drunk, was <laughs> like, very they didn't know what they were doing. Like, he, like, the one guy had like the tightest white shirt on. Like, bro, you work for HBO, you can't afford a shirt. Like, they could have messaged you one. <laughs> like, I'm- assuming that they must have been I was actually I thought it was odd that those are the only people that went up the, those are the only but people HBO didn't send anybody yeah they, I'm assuming they're filming they must be because why wouldn't they send anybody oh that's true yeah that's true yeah. well that's good get get in there because HBO the we don't know oh, what yeah. series they're going to be bringing back they're moving everything around over there with like Westworld they pulled off Minx they pulled off Minx just got mm-hmm. um Minx was in the middle of second season production hello Azimo. Yeah. um Oscar Montoya, I love him. He's like mm. one of my 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 Instagram people that I love to like follow, and he he's on that Drag Her podcast. Um, he's on Minx, and they just got renewed, or they got picked back up by Stars. So thank God. Oh, for them. good. Oh, good. So, That's so, yes. Yeah, so, so their jobs are are, are still awesome. secure. And right now, I haven't heard anything because my favorite show right now still is Gossip Girl, and <laughs> it is in the middle of the season. We are on episode like eight. Annie, this is like my favorite show right now. Like this is really? like, yeah, over break. I think I watched the new Gossip Girl. Um, I rewatched it like when we were like in the hotel and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, on the beach and shit. It's just it's uh, I said this like last time, like it's kind of like White Lotus that when you know you like watch something and you feel classier. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Like that's that's the new Gossip Girl because it gives you like this whole like money side of New York City that you just like freaking love, you know, mm. um, and they are doing this thing this season where they finally have started pitching back to the original series. So if you were upset because they haven't brought anything from the last, you know, from the old world in, they're starting to pull characters in. And so, really? yeah, um, Georgina Sparks is back. I put that on my <gasps> Instagram and everybody's like, who is that? And it's Michelle Trachtenberg. Michelle Trachtenberg, yeah. She shows back up this season. And oh, so and she is vicious as fuck. And she's got a nice little arc in these episodes. And now she's okay. like a, she's something in the back. And what they're doing too is they're dropping all these like little Easter eggs for people who love the series from the back. So, and it's, I, I didn't notice them the first time, but now that like I did a, like a, a rewatch as the second season's happening, like when this one guy's like, um, that's the one secret that I'll never tell. And I'm like, <laughs> you're saying the old gossip girl line. <laughs> like, but they're doing that. They brought back Blair Waldorf's mom. And, oh, okay. Uh, yeah, she's now a character who's heavily involved with, with with a situation that's going on in the show. I love it. It's become like my new favorite show. Have awesome. you heard have you have you watched any of it at all? No, I refuse to watch it because I feel like the first one was I mean, obviously the ending was weird, but uh-huh. I felt like the first in the first series was it i think you would love this 
with the really? way that, yeah because it, it kind of plays like a korean um a k-drama yeah okay and by way by way what i mean by that is in your k-dramas you know how it's usually an ensemble cast and yeah, usually, in yeah. a k-drama like you have they um almost like in friends where they do different pairings like mm-hmm. all of a sudden these two characters who, do, who should never be together are all of a sudden yeah. together yeah they do that a lot in this gossip girl so okay. they have this ensemble cast of these are the best friends these people are dating and all of a sudden they pull people apart and they put them in separate and in, in different okay. things and then also the k-drama about it is that somebody's always listening or something happens and somebody else is on the side so yeah. they always like you, you watch something happen in the foreground and then they pull the camera back and there's some other character on the side and it's, it's very k-drama yeah and so that's the thing is like i watch it and i'm like they're getting little hints from like little k-dramas here and there like like yeah. the falling like falling into you or crashing into you or whatever that sort of thing oh yeah crash landing yeah. yeah crash landing into you it's like it has little there's something about it that reminds me of like k-dramas but it's yeah. in this new york city that's just like upper echelon and the teachers are now gossip girl that's the difference is it's not they oh. they, they they give away who gossip girl is from the very very get jump really yeah it's so what it, <laughs> so that was what so weird up, what happens in the very first episode this is my plea for everybody to watch gossip girl because i'm going to ruin it in okay. like two weeks because when it's um when it ends and so then i'll get really into it and so um what ends up what this series is about is that it's the rich school we're back at constance you know and the top the serena type character her name yeah. is julian her name is julian calloway she's okay. a single she's a single child of a in her in a single parent household her dad is um is a big huge mu- music producer okay. um and like produces people like lady gaga and blah 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 blah. that's in the figurative right. and then what you end up finding out is that her f- mother left them for another man when, okay. when when she was a little kid and she when she was like four years old then had a baby with another man another daughter okay. and then both husbands never had anything to do with each other they were always at odds so the little girls never got to know each other but now we're in 2020 and we are in pandemic and these kids have nothing to do so they're yeah. online and the girls find each other and so they like plot trap, to- sort of <laughs> yeah, so they, they plot to get back into the same school. So so okay. Julian fi- Julian finds a way for her little sister Zoya to get into the school with her. Okay. And then she also, but it's all the hierarchy of the high schools and that sort of thing, right. the gossip girl hi- hierarchy. So what they do is, is she sets it up that, okay, so we're going to slowly integrate you because Zoya is poor and Julian is rich. So J- Julian is just sending her shoes and outfits and things like that. So this way it ups her cachet. So then her yeah. Instagram also pops because Julian's doing really, really. So everything is very social media driven too. Oh, so all, so, it's, so it's like all that New York royalty and everything. Yeah. They are, it's, it's like that. These are celebrities of New York because their parents are big, high profile people. One of them owns like the Washington Journal, you know, that kind of thing. So like yeah. really, really, really rich families and everything and then right. you have gossip girl which are the teachers who are trying to keep everybody honest and that's why they come up with this gossip girl because they're tired of being treated like shit Interesting. And so yeah it's really 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 cool um watch it. yeah i love this really series. interesting yeah yeah and so they do that and then you have all these other side characters like you have their best friends and so you have the blair waldorf type character her name is monet De- De- monet dehan okay and then you have this other character her name is luna who is 
like the PR person, you know what I mean? Kind of like you think she's like a henchman, but she really is yeah. just like she's like the true neutral of all the friends. Okay. So she's just business oriented. And then you have like another girl who's dating a boy who is they're both dating another boy behind the other one's back. Oh, okay. They're both, they're both dating the same guy. So Audrey and Aki <laughs> are both dating this guy, Max, behind each other's backs. And then nice. you see like, so it's all these like little groupings. And then you see yeah. how like all their lives all start going crazy. And then Julian's original boyfriend, Max, he's uber, uber rich. Like the real estate is real estate porn. Okay. Like the way they show these closets and everything. It's like, it's insane. But that's like my plea. Everybody watch Gossip Girl. Um, Okay. I don't want to like think because we're getting close to the end here. Hmm. What is your suggestion for people that they need to be binging? As That's I what I was trying to like about. pull up my Netflix. I was like, what the fuck am I watching? Because I was wa- obviously watching that for a minute. Or mm-hmm. I was watching White Lotus and now I'm trying to find something new. That's not a K-drama. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I'm like, what am Everything I? Everything is K-drama. Well, Emily in Paris is back. Are you a fan at no. all? No. It's so cute. I watched it. It was okay. I don't know why Netflix did this, and I don't know how I got set up in my account this way. But I was on the plane, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, On my first flights when I was going to Florida before Christmas. Yeah. And I guess Emily in Paris dropped at midnight the day that I was getting on the plane. Oh, wow. My phone downloaded the whole season. Oh, damn it. That's what I got to watch on my plane ride. It was the best plane ride ever because it was like this, like, oh, because I had other stuff like downloaded, you yeah. know, but it was just like there was a new season of like, you know, Emily in Paris. And I was just like in heaven, even though I had to like wait on a tarmac for two hours. I got to watch yeah. like, a couple episodes. So it wasn't as terrible. You know, my mind was at least like drawn that way. So that's nice. the other thing I would recommend right now. It's like Emily in Paris season three. It's fun. It's fluff. It's whipped cream TV. I so I have not honestly been watching a lot of series. <laughs> like, I mean, me. outside of K-Drama, I've not been watching a lot of series. Um, I did just watch the new season of Letterkenny. I don't know if you're familiar with that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did just watch the new season of that and I thought it was hilarious. Um, some people say that it's kind of repetitive, like, but I don't like when they do like serious, serious quote unquote storylines and it's mm-hmm. just silly. What and is that so, about exactly? So Letterkenny is about this guy, um, who lives in like the like the outskirts of Ontario, like, I guess it's like their hillbilly area, I guess, essentially. Mm -hmm. And about his sister and his two best friends. And then everyone else that they encounter within the town of Letterkenny. And it's just silly hijinks. And it's so funny. Um, Very LGBTQ friendly. P.S. HBO or it's a Hulu show. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a Canadian show, but it's on Hulu. Mm-hmm. um for us here in the u.s and it's so so funny but um super hot guys very lgbtqia friendly um mm-hmm. so like you know how sometimes like you feel like oh it's gonna be hillbilly like they might say like rude stuff no it's not like yeah. that at all it's actually okay. very supportive and there are gay characters in it as well so yeah, absolutely hysterical. Yellowstone like I don't even watch that show but it's like everybody every white person's favorite show like it's every like- white person's favorite show except me and the thing is, is, and like they just introduced some le- lesbian characters and now all these people are like up in arms. All these Bible oh, Belt people are like, what's going on here? <laughs> Not like lesbians. Lesbians were like existed for like ever well before anybody was fully aware. Actually, you know, what's really wild. This is so this is a weird thing. My I read a book to my husband at night because he likes when I read out loud. Like mm-hmm. this is really dumb. Um, but for some reason, it helps him go to sleep. <laughs> 
literally that like, that's, that's like a really really sweet like innocent thing though that's cute it is cute so right now i'm reading um this encyclopedia of greek mythology mm-hmm. <laughs> and it is gay as hell like if you want to hear <laughs> about like all the shit that was going on down like in ancient times like let me tell you about it, it men is, were it with men real. men were with men women with women like love is love y'all what are you reading what book is that it's it's like the it's like the encyclopedia of Greek gods, goddesses, heroes, and something other. It's like this huge book. How crazy! And it's I know. Full, of, oh, full of all these homos. I love full it. Of all these homos, we love it here. And and just so when people the Bible Belt people get all like bent out of shape, I'm like, listen. Mm-hmm. Okay. So let's go over real quickly our crushes of the week before we close out our person place and thing i'll do mine first real quickly so my person right now is colin farrell because he looks good again looks really good colin farrell looks great i love Mm -hmm. loving what he's looking like right now so he was in the golden globes and he won and um now we're gonna be seeing i didn't even hear about this movie that he was in either the banshees of ear shearing or whatever it is it's on hbo right now i think i think Maybe I'll check it out. I don't know. Yeah. I'm sleeping a little bit more. I'm going to need to crash after this. Okay. So Colin Farrell is my person right now. My place mm. is going to be from Gossip Girl. It's called Dumbo Hall. And it's where everybody oh. goes and they all meet yeah. <laughs> for, for drinks. Yeah. And so it's like the cool place. High schoolers. Yes. And then um, so Colin Farrell, Dumbo Hall. And my thing right now is going to be crisp sheets. Okay. That's like. Uh my favorite thing i i am a once a week you have to change your sheets like it's just it's, there's mm-hmm. no i don't understand people who do not if you change your sheets more than that then good for you but if you do not change your sheets at least once a week i think you need to re-examine things in your life there's a lot of things going on in those sheets like let me tell you about it mm-hmm. so that's that okay so what's your person place and thing um am i allowed to say albie like because i'm late yes. to the game i feel like i'm allowed because i'm late to the game Honestly, I just this said is Colin Farrell. It's not 2004, so I mean. Well, no, but like he has that movie coming out. Like I feel like everyone. I feel like I'm very behind on the White Lotus train. So. Oh but, no! Everybody's loving with him right now. So. Yeah, and he. You know, this is a weird thing. I think I look at him and I feel like he would be a fantastic Romeo. Like Ooh. for some reason, like that's what I think. I'm like, I want to hear this bitch like. Just with speak. the little with the little mustache and the goatee when you like Google him. Well, so if you uh, if you Google him. That. Adam DeMarco well, yeah, is a Canadian yeah. actor. He has played reoccurring roles in the sci-fi series The Magicians and the Netflix series The Order. And now he is on the HBO series White Lotus. He's 32. So that's a good age. Mm-hmm. He's 5'11". That's a good height. Good height. He's Canadian. And he was educated at the Vancouver Film School. That's a good one. His yeah, name is it's... Adam DeMarco in real life. He is half Italian. I have looked into it. Um, that oh by the way that whole scene of them going to try and visit their family was just so funny to me because I can't imagine visiting my family like because so I do a family in Sicily and we we visit them and I can't imagine them entirely that was so funny I could just just showing up one day and just I can't imagine Sicilians are weird yo uh, they're weird Um, um Where's my place? Oh, so I, I am going to Korea this year um, in the fall, but my friend Bonnie and I mm-hmm. are going to be going somewhere else in Europe. And so we're kind of between Paris, which I've never been to randomly. Nick doesn't want to uh-huh. go. My husband doesn't want to go to Paris. 
And um, like somewhere in like the Scandinavian countries, like I really want to go to Copenhagen. I really want to go to like Oslo, um, Bruges. So like right now, that's like kind of where I'm, my head's at. When are you guys going to do that? Uh, hopefully late spring. Okay, please keep me informed because I would love oh, yeah. to just do like a cameo and just show up. And that these would countries. be so great. We would I love have it not so traveled internationally in a moment, and so and like I'm not like terribly hard up for cash right now, and so yeah. and I'm like and I'm like working steadily, and so I will definitely let. Oh, I will definitely tell. So so this is I turned forty this year, and so mm-hmm. this is my most magical celebration fortieth world tour. That's what I'm calling it. Uh-huh. <laughs> There's there should be merch, and um, so I'm like I'm going everywhere everywhere i love it go to cyprus it was amazing when we went. i can't do greece again man but it's not greece it's cyprus it's different yeah they still got a plumbing that plumbing issue and i'm not i'm not down with that, that. the amaya resort you can mm, flush girl. can you yes. flush toilet paper oh that's fancy girl this place had heated floors we had two oh, balconies we had three oh, bathrooms in our suite we had a living room we had a kitchen it was the most amazing brand new like in 2019 it was brand new built resort and like and everything is thought of it's the most and amazing you can flush toilet paper yes you can do everything you can flush toilet paper you can you like they had heated seats on the toilets because it's like a brand new like place I was at a brand new resort in Santorini. Why, like part of the Andron, if you're familiar with like the high-end resorts in Santorini, the mm-hmm. Andronis resorts is the new one on Andronis and Acadia. They still, you still couldn't flush your toilet paper and they had to come pick up your trash like every so many hours because of that. And I was like, what is happening right now? This nope. is a five-star resort. Not for me. I cannot do that. Nope. So, okay. Nope. And your person, place, and your thing. What else are you in love with? Um... What am I in love with right now? A drink, a state of mind, a person, a moment. Um, my state of mind right now is that I'm turning 40 and I'm like going hard. Like what, as soon as the ball and mind you, I did nothing fancy for um, New Year's this year because we just like weren't feeling it. I'm really tired of New Year's. I don't like the day in itself. We um, traveled on New Year's this year. We got uh, home. Our, we paid our dog sitters and we got pizza. <laughs> like, yeah. That was my New Year's this year. We went to my best friend's apartment and we made a bunch of Korean food and um, watched TV and it was and drank a bunch and it was lovely. Yeah. It was so nice. And as soon as the ball dropped, I started, I, I must have blacked out. Like, I don't know what happened to me. And I was like, this is my year, 40, 2023. <laughs> like, I don't know. I must have been really drunk. Like, I'm not sure why that happened, but like, I'm really determined this year to like, like 40 is like the new 20. Like, I'm very much wanting to like fully live my life this year. So this that's like my when, state of mind. This is very much like when Oprah turned 50 and everything. Yeah. Was like, hey, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, you it turn is. into Oprah all of a sudden, you're like, I'm sorry. Hey, Nick was like, it's, why are you yelling? <laughs> it's 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 not as crazy too. Like when you turn 40, like I thought it was gonna be scary, but it was like, mm, I'm 40. Yeah. Now I'm like over 40, and it just like mm, like it just I still feel like I'm like I still feel like I'm a kid, you know what I mean? Like it's just it's weird. Yeah, I feel the same way. I think a lot of that has to do with not having children, quite honestly. Um I, I pay bills like I've done, like I have children, so I don't know. I mean, what that means. same. But yeah, I think that has a lot. I honestly, I think that has a lot to do it with it. Everyone's like, your skin looks so good. I was like, it's probably because I don't have kids. (laughs) They're like, sorry, I can take care of myself. Yeah. Okay. 
you guys thank you guys so much for joining us for this episode of bald and bingeable and setting from never growing up please let them know where they can find you you can find me at a at am setting or at wdw collective on instagram Yes, and you guys know where to find me, D'Angelo Gogo. You guys can find all the information. Make sure you guys like and subscribe. Tell a friend. Do your good Christian service. Do your good Jewish service. Do your good satanic service. And tell a friend about this show. Whatever you believe in, I believe in. And I believe in you. Okay, that's it. (laughs) Good night from the lower level. Bye. Good night from the lower level.